Well, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is Reasonable Doctor with his uh, second attempt at a podcast. And today's uh, podcast is called An Introduction to Christopher Hitchens and My Response to Him. Now, I need to uh, clear up a bit of an error that I made yesterday, which I'm very ashamed of, actually. Um, I used the word recrudescence incorrectly. I talked about the recrudescence of interest in Christian belief. And at the time I used that word, I was aware that I was perhaps, or I had a, a, a sense that I was using that word incorrectly. And I was. Recrudescence is the return or the revival of something that is unwanted. And as a Christian, I can hardly call the return of an interest in Christianity on the part of some public intellectuals as unwanted. So I think I should have used the word uh, a, a revival of or a restoration or a resumption uh, rather than the word recrudescence. But anyway, let's move on from that rather embarrassing error yesterday. Uh, this podcast, this second podcast, is part of a series of podcasts about the new atheist Christopher Hitchens. And today's podcast is called An Introduction to Christopher Hitchens and My Response to Him. And these podcasts, or this series of podcasts, is based upon a book that I wrote back in 2018 called The Rage Against the Light, Why Christopher Hitchens Was Wrong. And it was published by an American publisher uh, in uh, Eugene, Oregon, uh, called Whipf and Stock, W-I-P-F, Whipf and Stock, who are a great publisher, by the way, so I do uh, suggest you check out their website. Um, and I suppose the question now in 2023, five years on, and I think we'll be coming up to the 12th anniversary of Christopher Hitchens' death uh, on the 5th of December, uh, sorry, 15th of December 2023, is why should we still be discussing Christopher Hitchens now that new atheism, of which he was one of the de facto leaders, appears to be over? And in fact, my first podcast is called The Death of New Atheism. And I would say that new atheism in the form that it took between 2006 all the way up to 2016 when Richard Dawkins' The God Delusion, which I've already identified as one of the sacred texts of New Atheism, was republished, um, no longer exists. The original grouping of New Atheists don't seem to be cooperating anymore. And, in fact, New Atheism was replaced by what has been called the New New Atheists, people who are no less atheist than Richard Dawkins or Christopher Hitchens, but who take a much more nuanced and far less hostile, in fact, in some cases, not hostile at all, approach to religious belief. People such as Julian Bagini, Alain de Botton, uh, and Tanya Gold. But I would argue that the legacy of new atheism lives on. There are people walking around today who are still affected by what they read and heard and watched during New Atheism's heyday. And New Atheism still maintains a very ubiquitous presence on the internet. 
And so part of my apologetic project is to continue to engage with the new atheists and with those who have come under and still are under their influence. And my aim is to critique Christopher Hitchens, who was the new atheist, whom I wrote a doctorate about for an American seminary, and which, of course, became the book The Rage Against the Light. And so, therefore, I'm critiquing Hitchens from a Christian perspective. And to criticise someone, you have to, first of all, make sure you understand what they are saying. There's no point in setting up criticisms based upon errors or creating straw men or straw women or straw persons. So how do I understand Christopher Hitchens? Well, I would say, and I don't think this is a, a vain thing to say, that I have read, listened to and watched probably everything that Christopher Hitchens ever said about religion. I've listened to hours of YouTube, I've read everything that he wrote in book form or article form about religion, I, I've listened to many, many debates that he had with apologists of various religions, uh, of the three theisms, um, and I would say that Hitchens is best classified as an anti-theist and an anti-religionist. Now, what do I mean by anti-theist? Well, an anti-theist is a kind of atheist. An anti-theist is somebody who not only thinks it's unlikely that God exists, but that it is a good thing that God does not exist. Because if God existed, whether God is perceived as, as omnibenevolent, or even as partly good, partly evil, or omni-evil or omni-malevolent, um, God's existence somehow ends up being harmful to the well-being of humans. And Hitchens is of that kind. He does not believe there is a God or thinks it's very unlikely there is a God, but he's also glad that there is no good evidence that God exists. But he's also an anti-religionist in the sense that he dismisses religion as, as false and also as, as harmful. Now, it is possible to be uh, an anti-religionist without being an anti-theist. The two often go together. I think they normally do, but it's possible to be one and not the other. So take, for example, the, the English poet William Blake. Blake had no time for the organised religion of his day, but he was a believer in God and he loved God. On the other hand, you've got Richard Dawkins, who you could argue is a true anti-theist. In his eyes, I think it's probably good that God does not exist. But he's not a complete anti-religionist. And, and I refer to his comment where he said that if there is any kind of religion that he can endure um, or even enjoy, it's a very mild form of Anglicanism. Nothing stronger than that. So how do we understand Hitchens' anti-theism and anti-religionism in a propositional sense? Well, his anti-religionism is made up of two propositions, which are very bold propositions. The first one is all religious beliefs are untrue. 
And secondly, all religious beliefs are harmful. Now, again, those two ideas are not synonymous. Uh, something can be untrue and harmless. Um, and something can be, I suppose, harmless uh, and true. So untrue and harmful are not necessarily synonyms. And Hitchens' atheism consists of three propositions. There is no good evidence that God exists. Therefore, probably God does not exist. And then it is a good thing that God does not exist, for if he did, his rule would be a superlative dictatorship. And it's that notion of God as a totalitarian, as a dictator, that is, at the, is the essence of Hitchens' anti-theism. So therefore, religion in its theocratic form, in its capacity to influence young people, and the supposed desirability of God's existence were very much Hitchens' target. And in his final interview, which he gave to Richard Dawkins before he died shortly after, Hitchens said that there was one consistency, if there was one consistency in his life, it was his opposition to totalitarianism, whether it's of the right or of the left. And he just extended that opposition to totalitarianism to the supernatural as well. If we look further into Hitchens' thinking, we, we will see that there is nothing new materially in Hitchens' new atheism. And here I make a distinction between uh, material and form. Much of Hitchens' ideas can be found in Bertrand Russell's um, book, Why I Am Not a Christian. But the form that Hitchens' new atheism takes uh, does merit the adjective new. Hitchens presents anti-theism and anti-religionism anti in a very attractive way. When I first heard Hitchens speak, I was very impressed by his rhetorical skills. He certainly was a very talented orator. He was also media savvy in the sense of the traditional media because he was a journalist. He was a well-known political writer within the United States. But his followers, who were of a younger generation than him, or many were younger than him, uh, were adept at using social media. So Hitchens' message uh, did get a lot of um, an extraordinarily great amount of attention on social media as well. Hitchens also brought to the table a moral passion he was genuinely morally outraged at the things that he saw that religion was doing wrong. And he was therefore part of the New Atheist Project to convert, by persuasion, individuals, groups, and even whole societies to a, a secular future. Now, as I've said, my aim is to critique Hitchens in a Christian fashion. So my first task is to delve more deeply into why Hitchens was an anti-theist and an anti-religionist. But before I do that, I have to explain what my worldview is, what 
is my Gadamerian prejudice. Succinctly, I affirm the Apostles' Creed. I suppose a very good statement of what C.S. Lewis might call mere Christianity. I therefore believe in God the Father, Jesus Christ, who is God the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who is also God. I believe that Jesus Christ was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified. I believe he died, and that on the third day after he was buried, he rose from the dead. I believe he ascended into heaven, that he, that he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will one day return to judge humanity, both living and dead. I also believe in the universe sorry I also believe in the unity of one universal holy church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the truth of resurrection and everlasting life amen I also accept that there are such things as logical validity truth and empirical evidence and in that respect I share a common language with Hitchens, which makes dialogue with him possible. I advocate apologetics as a God-given method of appealing to unbelievers. Peter, the apostle, speaks of the gospel's truth as founded on eyewitnesses of Christ's resurrected majesty, 2 Peter 1.16. Peter is appealing here to evidence that of eyewitnesses. Peter also exhorts Christians to be prepared continually to defend their faith, 1 Peter 3.15. And my methodology is historical, philosophical, hermeneutical and theological. By historical, I mean that I am using primary and secondary sources to challenge Hitchens' use of religious history. I am also being philosophical. I am critiquing Hitchens' moral philosophy and his uh, anti-theodicies. And finally, I'm being hermeneutical and theological in the sense that I am challenging the view that God is a totalitarian if he exists, and I do believe he exists. So there we have it. That is the project for the next however many weeks. I'm not sure how many uh, episodes I'm going to need to get through Christian Hitchens. So thank you for listening. I hope it all makes sense. And I shall speak to you soon. Take care and God bless. <laughs>